Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. Five minutes, I'll be just one notch less curmudgeony. Jer- so. Jeremy is in full Charles Grown hey, right now. I'm, I am 52 years old now. Woo! 52? What a Jew. Almost, almost better than being in the hospital and being stuck with needles every how many hours. Yeah, so exactly. I guess we're welcome to quality time, everyone. My name is Eric Woodworth. I'm joined by uh, my blood, my brother, Jeremy, who's he's in the bestest of moods right now. Uh, I'm hey, excited. why are you here? Because you told me to hey, be here. I, I, and I Hey, can I tell you something? I apologize. With an auto fill that says here. Oh, my God. Instead of Rain Man, Jeremy, you're like Pain Man. You can't forget your pain. <laughs> Jeremy, all right, Jeremy. I, I, I won't. I won't drop it ever. So Jeremy, you're, like like going to church ever again. Jeremy, I, I <laughs> like hating my grandfather. So, <laughs> Jerry, yes, I purposely misled you to be here today. That was my intention of the morning. I I actually did this on purpose. I'm worse. Right. I'm worse than Glenn Close. <laughs> I want to kill a puppy and a and a rabbit. <laughs> Hey, Jeremy, you know what? I, too, have been lured to Eric's house to do a podcast before. (laughs) (laughs) That other sultry voice is not other than the one, the only, Ashley Pontius. Ashley, how are you doing today? Uh, There's a parade going on outside. There's a parade outside my house because I hear my windows getting pelted with candy. They're they're probably Amish and they're probably gay. (laughs) We're the gay Amish. The, the, the Amish parade. You're half right, but I won't say which part. <laughs> you know, Amish, they hate parades and they, they hate candy because it's against their religion. So that is. Uh, I thought they made a bunch of candy. Maybe it's the Mennonites. Yeah, by Mennonites. Some angry Mennonites <laughs> giving on the Amish paradise. Oh. <laughs> Working on the night moves. Night moves. I, I had uh, two Mennonite. No, maybe not two. Yeah, both. The, they, they they came to uh, Kinko's. I said, oh, you're Mennonites. It's like the, the offshoot of the Amish because they actually wear, wear normal clothes and they... Uh, um, they don't uh, sell quilts at discount price. Yeah. <laughs> they went to Kinko's, which is the ultimate in, in technology. 
It's like Bud Light. Like they're the same thing, just one's worse than the other. Also, if you if you know your religions, the offshoot of uh, Jehovah's Witnesses are the Seventh Day Adventists when they mm-hmm. prophecies that never fulfilled. <laughs> Is it, mm-hmm. is it weird that every time I hear the term Seventh Day Adventist, I'm ninety, I like eighty percent of my body is like, isn't that an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Uh, <laughs> come on, welcome seventh, to the Seventh Day Adventist. Seventh Day Angry Nights. I don't know what's happening. We're on day six of the Adventist. I don't know what's happening tomorrow. You know what's, you know no, what's better? Every than- calendar can be an Advent calendar as you get closer to your period. <laughs> You know what? You know what's better than seven seven nights? Eight nights. Eight. <laughs> we're eight. We're eighth day. Uh, Adventist. Adventist. <laughs> I I told a joke last night that I've told before, but I was like, mm, I'm gonna do whatever I want. Um, I told a joke about how when my diva cup lasts more than eight hours, I call it the labia minora. <laughs> <laughs> The only, this is the second time she's actually told me what a, a diva cup was. I'm like, okay. Oh, you've never, you've never had a, you never knew what a diva cup was, Jeremy. When, when she she did a little post and I had to look that one up. Like, oh, okay. So. There's even a song, my diva cup, I fill you up. <laughs> I thought I thought that a divine was a diva. So there you go. I, I bet I bet she would be full of blood. I like I like the timely reference right there, Jeremy. <laughs> I threw you up on the big screen, so now that they, Jeremy can oh. see you. Sorry, I'm listening to the great sounds coming from the street. What is uh? So this is every year you have a Thanksgiving Day parade in uh? What is it? Downtown Carlisle is it considered or Waynesboro? I live in Greencastle. Green, yes, uh, close I, enough. Yeah, it's not like I've lived here three years. It's fine. Um, but yes, it goes down the street every year so at the, this time. The Mecca known forgot. as Green Castle everywhere. <laughs> I've only gone to uh, Ashley's house so many times. I mean, I only look through the window with binoculars. He's in the. He's. We're actually on the float right now. <laughs> I'll say jokes on you. I'm. I'm two stories up. To look in my window, you need a drone. Um, How much do you think it would cost us to get a quality time float in? the thanksgiving parade next year where we Mm. we live uh podcast from the from the parade i don't know it's your money and i'm like i don't give a shit (laughs) any money any money eric wants to throw at something i'm like fine good idea i don't care (laughs) like whatever you got the budget my man hey i'm pretty sure i could use my uh my (laughs) f-150 <laughs> to make I it like a parade it. float. Why don't we I tell like, them we're Eighth Day Adventists and then we get yeah. into the I like the parade. idea of the IRS having a conversation with Eric. <sighs> They're like, "Wait, we're just trying to understand how were you funding this podcast?" And Eric's like, "Oh, I'm on the Patreon for another podcast, and it's like it's trickle down economics." Like, it's, yeah, it's actually all of this is just a giant pyramid scheme. We actually have to start another podcast from this one that, uh, and we build it on the backs of that until it all Ponzi schemes down. If we if we start our own religion with the Eighth Day Adventists, we can uh, have uh, special. <laughs> commercial from harland from justin's buddy okay so harland williams there you go eighth day adventists no not eight day seven (laughs) seven a adventists i got it it's a good uh what is that uh uh something lucky number seven there you go that's a very half-baked idea i like it (laughs) that's my favorite movie half-baked yeah with harland ellison harland ellison yeah harland ellison all right star trek (laughs) 
We're having welcome to the stroke cast. Uh, I am. <laughs> it's a stroke anniversary. <laughs> Woo! This is your stroke anniversary, uh, Jeremy, which uh, is exciting. I'm ex- listen. One year ago today, you were on death's door. I got to watch you have seizures. It was a great time. You had a seizure. <laughs> I did watch yeah, Eric, Eric was oh, Eric was choking me. I was like, hey, I'm having a seizure. Uh, Jeremy, can I ask, how does it feel that God won't take you? <laughs> I'm too too good for heaven and too bad too bad too good for hell and too bad to go to heaven. That's uh, okay. There we go. Like the idea that Satan's like, no, um, we're very exclusive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you could be a little bit more dumb, but you are dumb. So you Aww, my favorite my favorite boss was the house painter. <laughs> He's like uh, you don't look too bright. You should just hold this ladder. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> I went to hot college, motherfucker. You know, thanks. You don't seem like the brightest tool in the shit. Why don't you? Hey, can you just carry these empty paint cans across the room all day? I'd appreciate that. At least that. I don't smoke crack. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, crackheads get things done. They're go getters. <sighs> yes, they, they gotta do. earn more crack. They do. You know, and they live together in the basement. So. Shane, Shane Gillis has a great bit about uh, how his sister was addicted to heroin, and uh, it's very funny. Heroin. He goes, he goes, he's like, you don't understand. They have, uh, they have to go on quests every day. They have. <laughs> he's just like, that, that's called scrapping. Yeah, he's, for crack. Yeah, they're always looking for me- metal and things like that, and or and the the missions for this video game of getting heroin every day get progressively darker. <laughs> By the way, the uh, the rock, uh, not not the uh, not the rock Johnson uh was the black rock you know from uh, uh the tv show but he had the the, the TV, black rock from the, the tv black, show? black rock yeah he uh okay he did the baltimore show uh, chris rock maybe the rock so the dwayne jo- not but not dwayne johnson the alien three alien three the rock the original rock he's black Oh, Alien okay. 3. All right, stop. So you're talking about Charles Dutton. Yes. From the, the show The Rock, Rock which was a, a 90s show. show yes. That, Jesus Christ. Yes. I thought I was having a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, because Jeremy just says these things like we're supposed to know what he's talking about. If you're about. old, you know if, The Rock, not the other okay, but it, white rock. <laughs> Hey, first of all, all of our listeners that knew what Jeremy was talking about before Eric, that was explained, Eric let has, me know. Eric has black friends and white friends. He's like, oh, I mean black Chris, not white Chris, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so anyway. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was talking about. You were anymore. talking about Charles Dutton. Okay, so he had a, he had a miniseries called uh, The Block. Okay. <laughs> It was also the guy from uh, the Knowles from uh, the thing. He was like mm-hmm. all all about scrapping for crack because like oh, oh okay. we, we we stole some more scrap. You can get some more crack money. So oh, they could have made a whole mini series um, about scrapping for crack. I just want to say um, I don't have to be a crackhead to scrap. I'm very poor. Right. Yeah, you could just do it for regular living, I guess. I absolutely collect aluminum. What the fuck is it? Don't even talk to me. I I need those quarters for laundry day. Gosh, right? they, I, after I, I did what? How many bags of uh, uh, cans? I'm like, oh, there, I got 50 cents. Fuck that. Fuck. Oh, but that 50 so cents is going to clean my panties. I feel right. like. 
I feel like Ashley, though, you're you do it in a classy way, and you refer to it as aluminium. <laughs> I have fifteen pounds of aluminium, please. I'll take my seven dollars. Your clothes. I I only drink sparkling water, and then I'm like, you're going back into laundry money. So like, as I make pee, I'm like mm, laundry money. And just look at myself pee. I'm like laundry money. Selling my piss for money. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can man. really get money paid for piss. Yeah, I mean, if you're, yeah. oh, that's right, track money. Yeah, 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 yeah. So actual jobs. I forgot. You heard about the people? Uh, I've seen. Uh, this has been a trend over the years. The people who drink their piss every day. Because is that I was right, I was watching this one guy's video. He's like, he's like, if we're like a biocomputer, if you drink your piss, it's like a uh, diagnostic check. You can really you see know, everything that's coming out of isn't, you. Isn't the worst thing is when you sell your piss to uh, somebody with drugs? They're like, um, there's no trace of marijuana or drugs, but. You're definitely going to die and you're going to have really bad diabetes very soon. So after the test, yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't know. What, what, I, I look fine. I'm only five pounds overweight. So Yeah, I need some clean piss to pass this drug test. <laughs> but and you might die. You just hand me an entire uh, condom filled with cum. <laughs> <laughs> this is really, this piss is a little cloudy. <laughs> oh, my, mm, mm. I'm too hungover for that comment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, like Ashley, a dirty condom. What's what's new with you? How's the life on the comedy scene been on the road? Uh, it's been it's been special. Um, I I did rip up flyers for someone I hate the other night because yes. I lost my shit and I shoved it down my underwear. <laughs> at the show so that was pretty funny i like that so you've already destroyed the flyer what was it what was it shoving it into your pants though after that does it destroy it more or it just shows it what i think about him i'm like you smell that stinky puss that's for you <laughs> who, who, who are who are we not trying to trash do you have to delete this huh i'm just not gonna say i think i think not enough people have earned my respect for me to actually speak anymore so i'll just mm. Well, tell tell me after the podcast then. So maybe there you go. <laughs> maybe uh, um, can I? Can I? Uh, well, keep, keep going. Sorry. So you're okay. Um. So so that was like very hot, very fun of me. <laughs> Crazy girl. What do you gotta do? The next. Never mind. Almost said someone else's name. Can't help myself. Um. <laughs> so uh, there's that. But tonight, unrelated to comedy, tonight I have said yes to something that I. I'm scared I will regret. I am going to a quote lifestyle club. Oh. Um, so it is exactly what some of you guess it is. It is a sex club in Pennsylvania. <laughs> You're going to a lifestyle sex club today? <laughs> okay. Is that is that for comedy or just for fun? It was for fun. Okay, so here's the thing. Was there was there fisting? Well, going today. That's why we're doing the podcast so early. You're going to a a, basically a swingers club, the lifestyle, right? Yes. Okay. So when my friends pitched it, you know, I'm single. I I'm probably was in a manic state of like, yeah, nobody can fucking tell me what to do. I can do whatever (laughs) I want. And I wasn't like super into it, but I was like, well, I make good stories out of it. Um, 
but like i'm not really that type of person Mm -hmm. so it's starting to dawn on me what i've said yes to (laughs) and they were like oh there's a buffet i'm like cool so i can eat charcuterie while watching other people like get deep penetrated there's no there's not there's never like the smell of orgy and macaroni and cheese you know (laughs) i i I hate to say my uh my I remember, I remember when I, uh, I had a, a gay friend. Yes, I did have a gay friend. Okay, Come a little, tell okay. real stories. <laughs> you know, he was, he was definitely, he was still, he was still in the closet. But then he was like, he was, he was pretending. He's like, oh, oh my gosh, I, w- I went to a gay bar. I was like, oh my gosh, these two guys were kissing. I was like why were you at a gay bar? And then he was like, eventually like a couple of years later, he's like, uh, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a hairstylist now. <laughs> and he was definitely fully out. And at the same time, I tried to, I tried to like speak up for him because it was like, he was, uh, uh, bullied in, in school because he was definitely very effeminate. But uh, also, how also, did you know he was gay? He never stopped singing "Tears for Fears" <laughs> everywhere he went. He was like, pet shop boys. I mean, I, you know, he was he was a fun, fun friend. At the same time, he finally he, he looked like David Bowie at age eighteen. But then, like ten years later, I I checked him up on on Facebook. He looked exactly like Michael Stipe, bald. I was like, oh, it's no. sad. It's so very sad. Aww. I mean, I like I like the flamboyant gay, but I hate the Michael Stipe sad yeah, gay. Sad well, I, I requested. I was like, okay, I want a room that locks and is soundproof. Okay, so I you, don't want to hear what's going on. So this this place you're going, yes. it's a resort ish thing. Yeah. Or yeah, I don't okay. know how to describe it. Yes, sure. Like okay. that's and you, yeah. how long are you staying for? You have to spend the night. Once you're in, you're locked in. So you're locked in. This is a horror story you're that's about what to. I ask. Said. <laughs> Ashley, just don't go. You can always say no. I already paid. Oh no. So look, all right. As I, I'm, I have so many questions. Should we make Ashley trip predictions now, and then we circle back next week to see what happens? Um, how many, uh, Jeremy? How many uh, nude penises will Ashley see while she's there? I don't wish this on anybody, and you know, mm-hmm. I it's I, it's almost like getting a, a conversation from Chris Restivo. Oh, I'm are you? You better go go to the to to my 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 birthday at the at the at the at the strip place. I'm like, no, I'm never going to a strip place. <laughs> I went to the fucking satin dolls, and at least they had uh, bikinis because I don't want to see naked women. Because I have a wife. I told I told I told him you were coming. Um, Ashley, yeah, I'm not gonna I, come. I'm not gonna come. <laughs> yeah, go fuck your fuck your strip club. And your, Jeremy, your... you might come after you see Restivo coming. Um, all I all I, I all I know is all I hear about the fucking drama. Like, well, this fucking like, yeah, that's that's kind of the women that you meet at your strip club because you're a fucking loser. Yeah, wow. you can only meet dramatic women at a strip club. Oh my gosh! So, um, all right. Next question is: Do you? I, I know. I know you haven't been there, but do you th- expect? Well, you people didn't even to- ask my opinion of what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, let, what's going to happen? So, how many penises? I'm going to guess three. I'm going to think it's way less out and open in front of me than I'm expecting, mm-hmm. but there will be a couple. 
Yeah. I think there'll be a couple like at the buffet line, just dang, dang, dong, just bouncing around, being like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah. you want some of these?" And I'm like, mm, okay. "Yeah." Where sexual harassment is okay. Yeah, it's just, just, well, yeah. Well, I, but it's open. I have to, I have to remind myself that if someone propositions me, that is what I signed up for. To I can politely decline people, but these people are there to do their thing. I am yeah. a sideshow to them. There's uh, now what. Is there something on the buffet you wouldn't eat during while like watching an orgy in the corner? Like I think prime I rib, eat. huh? I'll say seafood. Oh yeah, just there eating. can't be any seafood. Just scallops, peeling peeling shrimp. We're like, hey, uh, look at that guy over there. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, look, we're both getting deveined. Uh, <laughs> Do you mm. think you'll be propositioned by a man or a woman first? I think I will be propositioned by a man first, okay. but I am more likely to give in to a woman. Ah, okay. Um, what if if something happens, right? You 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 decide, hey, yeah, let's go back to my soundproof room. What would the qualifications of this person have to be? So, what, what are you looking for? What what boxes do they have to check? I well, first of all, I don't plan to participate like i plan to be a creepy watcher if okay. i'm gonna do anything and just be like hmm. mm-hmm. huh. look at that <laughs> and and little do they know they're all becoming bits right now <laughs> well like I, said, I want to be respectful of these people this yeah. is their thing um but i oh look the drum line is coming down the street how great oh, turn uh, <laughs> sorry um but but yeah i I would at most maybe I'll make out with a girl or two, but mm. I need her to be young and hot. I can't have her coming up to me with a smoker voice yeah. and like, hey, smoke what's lines. going on? Me and my old man noticed you from across the room. <laughs> we saw your it's leather and lace night. And um, sorry about the band. I really I like sorry. the it's band cool. in the background is actually great to the story. <laughs> yeah. I just um drum drum line uh so i i think um i i, I would maybe make out with a couple girls okay that's but that, like that's the most you think that'll happen okay yeah i have no intention of of sexually i don't i don't know how you come back from a night like this i don't i don't know it's a very i'm scared i'm gonna lock myself up in my room i'm just gonna browse tiktok on my phone while my friends are all having sex with each other <laughs> <laughs> what did you do during the orgy? I'm playing on TikTok. Oh, you know. Well, I played I'm, a little Farmville. I'm excited. I know that probably like pictures and things are probably very off limits there. If you could just get a picture of that goddamn spread that's out. I want to know what's in the buffet. I probably <laughs> can't because I will be thrown out and I did pay to be there well you know oh, how to motorcycles get... nothing says christmas like revving motorcycles <laughs> <laughs> what are you... now what are the chances of you right now out you've probably looked outside a couple of times and uh seen that parade when you get to the resort you go hey were you in the green castle <laughs> weren't you leading the parade this morning <laughs> i that is something we have not truly touched on the terror that is inside of me that I will run into people oh, I did see, not expect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would be a nightmare? I mean, a nightmare would be seeing your parents there, right? That's Mom, gotta be the Dad? worst. That's gotta be the worst thing that could happen. Even, why would you fucking <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? I should drive to Skyville and shoot you. 
It's okay. What you don't know is me and your wife are going together. (laughs) No, I understand. Like that would be, listen, that'd be the nightmare scenario. But apart from that, what would be maybe the second worst? Based on where this venue is. Yeah. Former coworkers and bosses. Oh, former bosses, former coworker. What if a what if a, a certain comedian whose flyer you ripped up? What if you? What if he's the first person there when you greet <laughs> to greet you? At I the don't. Door? I don't know how anybody could get underneath of him. <laughs> I just only I Jeremy because he's forklift certified. That was my. What was the the uh, what was the uh, the the R Crumb cartoon where the, the the parents have sex with their kids? And then the the, 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 ca- the end of, the end of the the cartoon is like, huh? We should have more family night. So I don't even know what R Crumb is. R Crumb, keep on trucking. The biggest dirty uh, comic book guy of all of all time. American cartoonist. Yes, R Crumb. Yes. Oh, okay. But this thing is like, I love the fact that it's like, oh, this is so this is so risque and so taboo. It's like, whatever. This is like. This is nor- normal where, you know, parents fuck their kids and it's, you know, no. it's like, it's Mormon now. It's Mormon. Oh, no, okay. Right. okay. It's like, oh, well, it's a 12-year-old, you know, either way. Eight-year-old. It's all right. Eight-year-olds. Wormwood hasn't hit yet, so. Now yeah. I'm sad. Yeah. I mean, gosh, what's the worst thing that can happen? You get horribly abused and then grow up to start turning people into living. <laughs> Being murder clowns. So. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that soon enough. Well, we're excited about your, about your trip, Ashley. Uh, I we, Now, what's the best case? What, what's the funniest person that you could see there? Like, what would make you laugh if you, <laughs> like, if you show up? Like, you just ran Kevin Bacon's there for no reason. Like, wow. Kevin Bacon. Oh, a celebrity would be great. That would be um, good. I think funniest, though, would be, would be anyone that I know actively dislikes me and thinks they're better than me and oh, having yeah. to know that I'm going to see them naked um, yeah. or know that they do things like this they will have to bribe me to shut me up um, <laughs> Tom, Tom Myers yeah Tom Myers would be good Tom Myers is part of the scene <laughs> <laughs> Ashley good to see you <laughs> But you would know be funny. There are certain people that I feel like I could see there, mm-hmm. and and I could feel away. But they'd be like so confident. They'd be like, "I don't give a fuck what you think." I feel like if Andrew Unger was at one of these, he'd be like, no. "Yeah, so what? Like, why? Yes, what do you I, care?" Hi, good to see you. I come here to uh, have my penis touched very frequently. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's like, he I actually. Like, what if he's like, I, I cater this. Mm-hmm. I cater this event. Yeah. <laughs> I made the chicken fingers. Uh. <laughs> oh gosh, that would be good. I like. I think what's. I I would say though. Like, I mean, obviously, this place probably isn't going to draw like a a lister. But like, if I had to guess, like a star, like a Steve Wilkos, like that would be cool to see. Like, you know, Steve Wilkos there. That that'd be pretty good. Steve, yeah. you know who Steve Wilkos is Jeremy. He's the. Uh, I think he was on Springer. So. Yeah, he was the he was the bald guy who was yeah. the who broke up all the fights, and I think had a well, little show of his own for a while. Yeah, he did later. Uh, I'll give you another like little fun, just teeny tiny tidbit. Uh, so when I go to pay my my ticket in, you can't just pay for one singular ticket. Like there's an option of single female. I'm like okay, mm-hmm. and then you have to pay for a year's worth of membership, oh, which by the way is not like an ins same amount but you're signing up for a year membership and i was like 
Oh, great. I have the option to come back anytime between now and next Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's a regular, it's a regular cockbuster video. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, great. I can come back for Christmas, for New Year's, Valentine's Day, Easter. <laughs> What if, listen, the sex just didn't work out. It's not, you're not into that, but the buffet is so good. You come back every week. (laughs) You're like, I I can't, the prime rib here is off the, it's so juicy. I don't know. I become a man that's like, I go to Hooters for the wings. (laughs) (laughs) I go go to the swingers club for the fucking, for the, uh, for the, uh, for the scallops. Um. This is, I can't, I told one other person like guy close to me about it and he goes oh you like what am, should i call you and make sure you're alive at intervals and i'm like maybe this feels very eyes wide shut <laughs> yeah i Ooh, mean what if there's a congressman or a senator oh wouldn't be the first time some of them have met me under these types of circumstances no they probably cool. charge a lot more for membership like ten thousand dollars a year or something. Uh, you I mean you'd be surprised. Uh, yeah. Five hundred dollars can go a long way. Well, I feel like I feel like the 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 lady rate is different than the man rate here. Yes. I would say. <laughs> I would. Yes. I would say the man rate is probably a little bit higher. God, um, stop! I'm now now I'm terrified that I'm gonna have to barricade myself in a room. The, wor- the worst thing is uh, woken up in the middle of the night to have the um the, the um, prostitute come to your room from a friend. So yeah, at yeah. least Jeremy. Yeah, what if uh what are the, what's the over under that someone who's been on our show is shows up there <laughs> that would be good right you just see oh. the you see the Lascure newlyweds there like ashley you're here too you're part oh of my the god scene. i love them so much but that, oh man that would be different for our friendship for sure um Probably. maybe ray chase he goes to exotica oh yeah ray chase what if it's what if he's like oh ashley you can guest host on the happy hour pod we're doing over by the fucking prime royal uh- but but you know what that would be a good distraction i would be okay with it and we're like oh can you can you sound out this phrase with balls and cock in your mouth (laughs) i have to say the most uh tempting uh celebrity i've ever met is obviously uh ashley williams from uh the the hellraiser she's she's my age you know the 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 is that her real name i have no idea ashley williams ashley you mean the uh the lead of Hellraiser? yeah the lead from hellraiser yeah is that a real name? Did I get it wrong? I think you're right. Yeah, and also my other favorite was uh, Sally Kellerman when she was like seventy something, and then she died like a year later. And yeah. she was very charming. And I was like, now I know I'm such an unbelievable nerd that that I really wanted to try to hit Sally Kellerman. She was very very friendly. So I was yeah. I love I love getting older and I get hit on less, but I can go to clubs and. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, and I, also my 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 buddy, he's doing a movie with Lynn Lowry. She's like seventy something, and he's still talking about how much he loved her in nineteen seventy two. And he's doing a movie with her. Makes sense. <laughs> um, he literally had a date with her. The, so. the name you were looking for, Jeremy, is Ashley Lawrence. Ashley Lawrence. Lawrence. Yes, I'm sorry, go. not Williams. Sorry. Ashley Williams is uh, Ash's name, Bruce Campbell's name in Ash Ash uh, versus Evil Dead. Yeah, he's yeah. Ashley Williams. Ashley. It's weird to think if I ever get married, I won't have, well, we'll have to see. <laughs> I was like, well, if I don't have the same last name anymore, if I, if I choose to change. Yeah. You're gonna, yeah. Would you, would you, would you change your name? 
It depends. It depends on the last name. If it's worse than mine, there's a ratio. If if it's a way worse last name than what I have, no, I'm 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 taking the feminist card, and I'm like, no, I I don't believe in it. Oh, when you said change, I thought you were gonna change to back to men. You got you. <laughs> Jeffy, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you gotta be specific. Uh, listen, if are you saying you aren't gonna uphold the Restivo name? Is that what you're saying to me? <laughs> he might be dead in a year. Yeah, that you is might, true. You might kill him. So, um, speaking of killing, he um, does. He does. The, the women's do 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 like fucking him, but he's he's a total pig. So. Does do, do they though? Do they? No. I, I've seen I'm videos. actually more nauseous talking about him having sex in the sex club. God, if Chris Restivo is there, is that the worst thing? I person? will fucking shoot him <laughs> and you. Why me? What did I do just for you? Love mentioning? it. You love when bad things happen to me. I hundred percent. That is not true. That is not no, true. listeners. It is true. Eric, Wo- Eric Tristan Woodworth laughs when anything bad happens to me. I don't. No, no. I laugh as a defense mechanism. We try to be the, the best. Best uh, bad brother possible. I you, so. <laughs> that's it's just oh hey what's up Ashley here's my here here's your five plated membership tea. <laughs> I print five, for the club. five plates is what I'm gonna have at that buffet. <laughs> Why do I have to care about women's feelings? Oh, oh god, this is depressing the shit out of me. Eric, what have you been up to? Nothing much. I'm ready to just start off the goddamn movie here. Uh, this week uh, is another week of fansgiving, and uh, we're excited to. Uh, I think this is the first person ever uh, from fansgiving history who's getting his second pick because his last Aww. one was about like f- uh, it was 2018, I believe, okay. was the last time he had a pick. It's the one, the only, the great photographer himself, Mr. Jeff Hancock, great friend of the show. Every week when we post the show up, he always posts, posts the quote of the week, uh, uh, and also comes to all of our shows. Super supportive um, uh, and it takes great pictures. Have you met Jeff Hancock before, Jeremy? I believe you have. Definitely, but I can't put the name with the face because I'm old. So I've met him before and I've probably talked to him and I can't remember what he looks like. He's very, he's a very nice gentleman. I mm-hmm. know. Uh, I'll look at him on now while you're talking. Go look him up. Now. He comments constantly. I like. He's like, I never, I don't know who this fucking guy is. <laughs> the second, the second, the second the stroke happened, it erased half of my friends like Thanos snap. <laughs> I got I got a couple of uh, chat uh, chats on my message. It's like, who is this? It's like, and, and <laughs> Eric gave me a funny funny uh, response. I won't mention it because it was funny and too funny. No, and say I was like, it. I want to hear it. No, it's it's risque. Okay, but uh, she was very nice. Uh, one of our fans, uh, Haley Jackson or Haley Johnson. Joel Osmond. Haley yeah, Joel yeah. Osmond. Yes. Oh yeah, I know what I said. Yeah, okay, yeah. so don't say. <laughs> I said no. I said a very nice thing. I said she's our Jew fan, and that is that is yeah. true. She is very Jewish. Uh, but but Merle is sort of a fan. She's is she a Jew? I don't recognize sure. him at all. You don't recognize him I don't at recognize, all. I, I, I can't. You've remember never met. When I, I don't remember seeing him. All right. Um, this is. I know. I show prep for Tusk. I guess he looks we like need the, to pick a different movie. He right looks now. like the guy. <laughs> he, he looks like the guy from uh, Cannibal the Musical. <laughs> The guy, the, you say yeah. he looks like the Cyclops? The no, guy the little from, guy. The little guy who, who talks about oh, having sex. Oh, no, for the guy who plays Chota Boy. Yeah, in, Chota uh, Boy from oh, uh, Orgasmo. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
This is yeah. we know how to treat our fans, Jeff. Exactly. Uh, and you are now. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was a good <laughs> good compliment. Uh, I remember Jeff, and so the, uh, you have a wonderful pick for us this week. It's the 2014 Classico uh, by uh, director of horror. Kevin Smith. <laughs> Tusk. Uh, I think this is another uh, Jay and Bob movie. So. This is Jay and Silent Bob. No, it also stars the great Justin Long, who, Justin Long, he, you know if he's in a movie, something bad is going to happen to him. Except, yeah. for, oddly enough, the movie Drag Me to Hell. It's the only one he does completely fine. He just watches his girlfriend get dragged to hell. Well, but it's crazy that he's kind of becoming horror royalty. You know, he was in Barbarian, which was which was so great. And that was oh, newer. God. Yeah, yeah. Um, drag me to hell, Jeepers Creepers. This, you know, yeah. Gonna, Let's not talk. Uh, um, Zach and Mary have a have a porno. Where yeah. he's, Fucking he's love the, that movie. He's it's the, one of my favorite the, movies. The gay porn actor. So. I, he does. I do like him as the gay porn actor in it. And let's not talk about the scariest movie he's been in of all time. <laughs> Idiocracy, where he plays. Oh, the I love that fucking movie. <laughs> so basically, you talk gay and your shit's all fucked up. Anyway, that's just fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> I love him. Jeez. He's oh, he's gosh. great. Loved him in um, Dodgeball. Look, look how far he's come. He's just a little nerd turned into a hot nerd. I fuck him. I really, I really hate the fact that I couldn't afford him at uh at, at Monster Mania. I was like, I got to, I got to meet him and talk to him. I was like, I can't afford it. Goodbye. I'm sorry. I wished I could. It's also uh, uh the other bit. There's a couple of big stars in this movie. Uh, the other big star is Michael Parks, who's going to play our antagonist, uh, uh, Howard, in the movie, um, who's been in a bunch of Quentin Tarantino movies. Uh, Kevin Smith actually. Uh, talk to uh, Quentin Tarantino and put him on to Michael Parks. So he wrote this movie. He's like, I'm going to write a movie for Michael Parks to be the bad guy in. And it was this movie. I, I also met him at uh, at Chiller. He was uh, very, very nice, very old, very slow. I was like, oh, wow, he's really seems old. And I think he died well, like a couple of years after it. Oh, well, so wait. Yeah, this is the guy from Kill Bill who's like, your pussy wagon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Double so, roll. Well, he wrote that. He wrote that for. Um, he, he. This is the second Kevin Smith movie he's been, and he's also been in the movie uh, Red State before this. Uh, That's as well. a good movie. So uh, another Kevin Smith classic. But yes, Kill Bill Volume Two. He's also in Planet Terror, where he plays. Uh, uh, he's a small part in that as well. So, uh, but Michael Park is, is great. I mean, he's a he's a good character actor, and uh, probably this is probably one of my favorite roles he's ever been in uh, as this creepy eccentric millionaire uh, who wants to turn you into a walrus. Um, can I also just say too, it's crazy to think I watched this around the time it first came out. Uh, but it's crazy to think this was an A24 movie before A24 kind of was yeah. what it is today. Which is now just, a big studio. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'm just, but the, but that we look to A24 as sort of like the new um, the new generation of horror, like defining cinema. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it, A24 in general, they always, it's funny, they present themselves as this independent film thing. And now they are like as big as like, and at the they're not Warner Brothers big, but they're fucking huge. You're not yeah. making independent films at A24. If you get picked, you're just like, oh, we think it's an artsy film that could sell a lot of money. They don't take a lot of. I don't think they yeah. take as many big swings as they used to. In my in my personal sure. opinion. Um, sure. 
Now, uh, but still, making better horror movies than Blumhouse is. I will say that. <laughs> God fucking damn it. I didn't even watch The Exorcist, the new one, because I... Man, I'm, not, I'm, I'm fine. I'm all right. Me, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm not, not going to throw shit. I, re- I remember doing the uh, standee at Tyson's Corner. I was like, this is a weird-ass movie as a giant walrus and you could put your head in the in the fucking walrus head oh that's cool and then i looked at it it's like what this is a kevin smith film what the fuck what? i i think i i think they only made like two standees that i ever saw and i i made one of them because tyson's got more standees than any other theater i mm. loved tonight on standy talk tonight on standy talk um it also has uh, the great uh, horror, uh, the the great uh, horror actor as a child, Haley Joel Osment. Now, as a full adult in this movie, round faced as ever, has anyone aged less gracefully than Haley Joel Osment? <laughs> but I feel so bad because, like, I think we we pointed out so much because he doesn't have the privacy to age. That like, is you're true. Like, oh, you were such a cute little baby boy, and then it's like, Ooh, I think the worst of. The worst aging is uh, Screech because he died at age fifty-two. That is that is true. Or Forty-four. I'm sorry. To be free and flexible. Um, I do have. Um, I think you know, Six Sense, Forrest Gump. He does have a storied career, but I never miss a chance to uh, talk about Haley Joel Osment's greatest role ever on Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, thank you. That reservation still standing? Barely. And how are you doing, little partner? Fine. And it's a little visitor now. <laughs> Adewayoli is how you say it in Cherokee. Oh, well, pardon my French, but uh, I'll be damned. <laughs> Walker told me I have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> never, never a missed Everybody's laughs and smiles. <laughs> Hear me out. The three of us get together for Christmas. We get that put on a cake. Yeah, Walker gave me AIDS. <laughs> Walker told me I have AIDS. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. Probably had a blood transfusion. It also uh, stars the. Uh, also has a great uh, part for none other than Johnny Depp himself, who makes an appearance in this movie. Which I did pull a clip, and I, I wanted to just get this one out of the way because I, I didn't want to wait halfway through. But uh, if you look at this, I have. A, a cut down interview with Kevin Smith talking about how he got Johnny Depp to do this movie and uh, it's really lovely um, here we the other go thing, this is why you fucking follow your gut I never would have wound up working with Johnny Depp if I hadn't made that stupid fucking walrus movie. Like, I've known that guy for over 10 years. Our kids went to school together. He's a great fucking dude, man. He's uh, totally cool. But I was never like, hey, you and me should work together because he works here and I'm way <laughs> the fuck down here. And it's important to know where your station is in life and stuff. So even though our kids gone to school together, I've seen him at family events and school events and shit. And he's always great to talk to him. We never talked about work never you know and certainly never working together and stuff and, and that was great so we were we had no gila point man like suddenly and that was the key member yep. of my cast which i was banking on like he'll never say no and he said fucking no so we had no gila point we were the pointless and i was like what do we do man and I, I was sitting here going whole fucking thing exists because we're pushing whimsy right because i was like ah, let's just see if this walrus movie could happen i said so push whimsy bitch like 
dream. If you could fucking have anybody in this movie, never mind social strata, fucking financing or common sense, who would be the best person for this role? And I was like, hands down, fucking Depp. So I was like, fuck it, just reach out to him, dude. The worst thing that'll happen. Say no. He'll say no. And he'll say it, and he's such a good actor, he'll say it in a way where you'll think it's his fault, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> so I was like, I fucking reached out to him, I texted him, and I was like, hey man, it's Kevin Smith, Harley's dad, because that's who I am in that world. <laughs> And I was like, um, play the kid, totally kid. playing my kid right away. I said, uh, "Hey, I, I never thought I'd say this, but I have a script you'd be perfect for, you know." And he was like, "Really?" And uh, I sent him a link to this blog that I had written because, you know, in order to get yourself fucking going and shit, you just got to keep telling yourself and shit in order to get there. They would take their hats off, throw them over, so they would all climb as much as they had something going as you just believe in yourself the most. Once I had me and the okay. internet, I was like, "Fuck, I'll just this is it. I got to believe in this shit." So I wrote a blog about it about how I was going to take this movie, turn it into a podcast. And I was like, walrus movie, fuck this. <laughs> but he wrote back. Suddenly I saw those three dots and I was like, <gasps> like he was writing oh, back my God. as well. Like I'll never forget what he wrote back. He wrote back, you know, I'm watching the dots and suddenly it comes up. He writes, fascinating. This sounds like something I would care to swim around and can, can color me <laughs> intrigued. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, it's like getting a text from Lord Byron, man. It's... <laughs> I could just imagine. I don't even know how Johnny Depp texts through all of his scarves. How does he even get the the finger friction? I would have I would have assumed that all the rings just clack around the keyboard. Yeah, every time every time he's uh every time he's like texting, you could tell because it sounds like this. Like, are you attracting deer in the woods right now, Johnny? He's like, no, I'm actually texting my friend Kevin Smith. Uh, <laughs> so I just imagine if you go to Johnny Depp's house, it's like, hey, did you want to roll on this couch covered in money? Did, did, would, you, would you would you like a whole mound full of heroin that we can do? So it's, uh, not anymore. Amber Heard took all of that. Uh, Amber. Also, you can I shit anywhere. That. You can shit anywhere on the on the floor. So. Amber turd. That would be. Um, I would listen to an Amber Heard podcast, and she's been so disgraced in like the public eye, and just just go full heel Amber and call start a podcast called "I Heard That" and talk about things that make you bad. I would love it. I do actually like the idea of a villain in our lives being like, "I know I'm the villain. Let's talk about it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like I heard that today's villainous guest with me is Brie Larson. What's up, Brie? <laughs> For some reason, she talks in a black scent the whole time. Just really lean into being. Out of, out of the two, two, two or three uh, celebrities I've ever met that they destroyed my image was definitely, I don't want to tell the name, but he's so sloppy drunk. And I was like, oh, wow, you really get, get really too fucking fucking fucked up Tay on the show shows. we got so, jake paul We're i don't, I, out. I don't, I don't want to out him but man he was having a too much of a good time and then also another celebrity was like oh you're really fucking high so either way we people are people but you know you gotta have a handler <laughs> there was I'm another there was another guy who's like oh hey, hey just watch out watch out because at least somebody was looking out for him because i because thank god i don't do drugs anymore because i was stupid when i get I I've, stupid, I've so. said it once and I'll say it again. Carlos Mencia gave me COVID. <laughs> <laughs> the movie gets kicked off into high gear when uh, uh, we get to meet our Jeremy. Just I, I swear to Christ, if that picked up on the microphone, <laughs> made 
a what, French get, get porn that time stamp. Timestamp. I mean, this is all garbage time that we're in right now. Um, Jeremy just made a fucking fart that was so should I loud. Bring, should I get the microphone to it? If I thought I farted, it was so strong. It rumbled my insides. Um, I am terrified when this finally hits my fucking nose holes. This how, is still oh, quality time. All right. So the movie kicks off. We get to meet our uh, protagonist, our uh, lack thereof, uh, Justin Long's character, Wallace, and his podcast buddy, Haley Joel Osman, playing Teddy, uh, where they have a, a, a podcast called The Not, N-O-T-S-E-E Party, The Not C Party uh, podcast, because he's never seen any of this stuff. <laughs> uh, they, I think they tra- try to call it the socialist card party now yes that is true and they yeah. they're watching a video of uh they call it the kill bill kid who uh it's a funny internet video where he cuts off his own leg and uh they sit there and laugh and laugh about it so much so that uh wallace goes ahead and says i'm kind of in a weird way jealous mm. i don't need both legs what am i i'm not running marathons so look out you crazy can I- <laughs> <laughs> Who needs legs anyway? Uh, Are we talking about the the most important character is the the evil podcaster? Yes, the evil podcasters. Uh, so uh, he goes off and flies away to Canada to go uh, meet the Kill Bill kid, and uh, uh, unfortunately, he does have a little run in with a uh, border agent played by Harley Mortensen, who uh, actually is of internet fame. He used to do Epic Meal Time for years and years. Um, and sorry, you're about to knock the thing over, so I had to move it back. I know it makes. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is a little clip uh, of his trip through the border. Top shelf, right there, number one. Don't go telling a Canadian you don't follow hockey. <laughs> oh, of course, I should have known that. Makes him sad, right? Canadian doesn't get sad. Sadness was made by the USA. Oh, come on, what does that mean? Take off. It's true. Right there on our flag. It's right there when you look at it and you see past that sacred maple leaf. You know what you see? White wall. You see that in America, you may be red, white, and blue. But in Canada, you're red, white, but never blue, eh? Ever. Gotcha. <laughs> you're never. And I really have not very met very few sad Canadians, Jeremy. How, name your saddest Canadian. Saddest Canadian? Yeah. Probably uh, Michael J. Fox with his disease. Mm, I'd go Chris Benoit. <laughs> Maybe, anyway. maybe he isn't Canadian. Maybe he's American now. Um, <laughs> Shake my head. Churn my head involuntarily. Um, so <laughs> that's a fun little scene. Yeah, anyway. Our grandfather died of Parkinson's. That is so. true. Yeah, you know, if you could just find a parking space for that Parkinson's. Evil. Anyway, he finally goes to meet the kid, but finds out uh, that the kid has killed himself from being made fun of on the podcast so much. So uh, he does find a note, though, as he's in a local bar, wondering what he's going to do with his time in Canada. And here we go. Hello. I'm an old man who has enjoyed a long and storied life at sea. I'm proud Canadian who has traveled a peculiar path below these many years. And after eons of oceanic adventure, I find myself a landlubber with Manitoba as my final port. I know I do not wish to spend my remaining years alone in a giant house, not when I have such stories to share. So to this end, I'm offering a room for rent in my stately wooden home. This arrangement will be free of charge 
providing you perform the simple household chores I can no longer tend to from the confines of this cursed wheelchair. But though I may be old, I have lived. And I will tell you all about my many adventures in vivid detail. Please feel free to call me at the number below. Respectfully, Howard Howe. It was crazy that you'd find that all in a bathroom rec- and actually did, call it. Did you recognize the drums? No, no. What were the drums? It's obviously the, the song Tusk by uh, Fleetwood Mac. Ah, okay. Well, I don't know if they re-recorded it for the for the movie, but at the same thing, the, the, the trivia says <laughs> the biggest part of the budget was that fucking song by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, really? Like, okay. oh, that really helped the budget of the fucking movie. It's like, no. I probably if if you if obviously the movie could have gone to uh, Johnny Depp, who was the biggest fucking actor of all, almost all time. No, but it's just Kevin Smith's neighbor, so it worked out. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and also <laughs> versus the the drummer from Fleetwood Mac in the movie <laughs> Running Man, they banned my music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't remember that part from Running Man, but also I guess I don't recognize the members of Fleetwood Mac outside of a Stevie Nicks. Yeah, he looks like he's probably a hundred years old now in in Coke years. So. But he was in the Running Man with. Of course, the, he was, was the head of the head of the resistance. Oh, that's, really? That's that's, that's Mr. the guy. Mr. Mick Fleetwood. Oh, I didn't know that. Of course, the drummer. I, you know, I wish I knew more about Fleetwood Mac. I don't know if he actually point. wrote the song Tusk, but that was one of their lesser known hits in the eighties. I know more about. Um, uh, Alex Mack, though. Do you know, do you know Alex Mack? Is he the, the Genesis? No, game? Alex Mack was a superhero on Nickelodeon that could turn into like a, a CGI, a really bad CGI pool of water and then reform. She could reform herself. Alex Mack. Uh, I didn't watch Nick. I only watched uh, You Can't Do That on television. Dude, Alex Mack, let me tell you. you Awful waffle time! Alex, look. The you, little kid from Terminator. Too. Alex Mack, this she was she's a little bit older than me when I was little. <sighs> Look at this. Uh oh. Yeah, you see that? Uh oh. That's Alex Mack right there. Uh, you think she's like fifty now? I mean she's like my age. She's probably like forty years old or something like that. Yeah. It wasn't creepy when I was a child. It's kinda creepy right now. I really wish I could see Moose from uh you can't do that on television. Yeah, Alex Mack. That she's was, the, that was my girl. She was the one that she, cause she could turn her whole body into cum. It was great. <laughs> Um, <laughs> hey, I'd like to I'd like to touch her toes. <laughs> so um, he goes and calls this gentleman. Uh, he finds this note in a Manitoba bar. Uh, they go and meet. He is wheelchair bound and offers him tea immediately. Always a number of red flag. Don't go read. Uh, meet a rich stranger at his mansion and immediately drink the tea that he's only poured for you. That is just a, just a good hint out there. Um, a nice a nice send back to the uh, girl who lives down the lane. Yeah, yeah. But he does say, uh, he does tell him what his job is. <laughs> I'm a podcaster. What on earth is that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you. You just, you just reminded me of my mom. Wally, what are you doing? Ah, she's the worst. You're fantastic. Um, a podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. Hey, now you listen to me. Now you listen to me. I just came in my pants. So, that's my, that's my McConaughey prematurely ejaculating. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just want to say. <laughs> our culture isn't a joke, okay? <laughs> I feel certain that Jeff picked this movie so I would have a spiritual awakening and quit podcasting. <laughs> I don't. I feel attacked right now. Look, I, I podcast. Not everything is, that we do is a cum joke. Okay, even though I did make an Alex Mack turns her body into cum less than a minute ago, it's not a big deal. Um, podcasting lets me, um, you know, uh, compartmentalize better than anything else I could do. Okay, nice. I uh, could have been a wife and a mother. <laughs> Uh, hey, that, that, that Sam Kelly podcast was awesome. I do. I'm a big Sam Kelly fan. Shout outs. Friend of the show, SK. Um, so uh, we do find out that I love how insufferable Howard is, though, this guy. He's literally the world's most. He's the ultimate one upper guy. He's like, I think that's good. Did you know also I met Ernest Hemingway? <laughs> no, always do sober what you do drunk. I don't teach you to keep your mouth shut. Okay, okay, now this one I know. Uh, Hemingway said that. Yes, he did. And he said it to me. Oh! <laughs> and he does tell this fun backstory. Uh, I like a little bit of this guy's backstory where he, he meets Ernest Hemingway and they, they drink a bottle uh, of booze that he snuck on the ship with him because he's such a lush. And he's like, uh, he, I met him on D-Day, except they wouldn't let him go out. Rules. And instead, we both stayed on there and we drank till our heart's content. I do the same thing with Umar Khan. Yeah, I was like, I met Umar and he told me he hated me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can say, yeah, I've always compared Umar Khan to Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, well, no, there's no good pun I could figure out of that. I like being hated in comedy. So, he, the old man in the C list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Next, uh, we he goes down the wall and uh, he sees the the walrus baculum, which is actually just a giant walrus cockbone, and, and he starts playing with it, jerking it off. I just like how classless Justin Long is in this entire scene. It's just he can't be, he can't match this guy's class in any way, shape, or form. But it doesn't matter. All things are going to happen uh, bad to him. Um, but uh, he mentioned he does tell him about the tusk itself. So the sweetest oh, no. side. He talks about how he got this uh, this walrus tusk uh, uh, cockbone, and uh, about how he shipwrecked on a on a far isn't distant it, shore. Is it called a cockula? It's called a baculum. <laughs> Scott baculum. Scott, Scott baculum. There you go. It's quant cocktum leap. Um, so. <laughs> He talks about his story about being shipwrecked and meeting this wonderful walrus. My orbs have ever taken in. I saw my savior. I saw a walrus. <laughs> a walrus? A walrus saved your life? Yes. <laughs> this curious fellow loomed over me with tusk as tall as silent Charybdis. But it was... It was as gentle as a milking cow and it took me into its blubbery body to keep me warm as if I were a newborn chick, you see. I'm... Uh, and I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Uh, I'd like to think. Uh, of, I'm trying to eat. I'd like to think of this as the sequel to the Human Centipede. Yeah, I could see. I, I, see, I see that. You know the best part about the Human Centipede? 
the Japanese guy, he could he couldn't even speak English. Oh, Kyle, you want me to eat cuttlefish fish <laughs> or vanilla paste? Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm afraid that tonight I'm gonna see a human centipede of my own. <laughs> my, my favorite part was meeting two of the. I think centip- you're just gonna smell the scent of pee. <laughs> I, I, my my favorite is uh, getting my picture taken with two of the centipede, and it's like, where, where do you? Uh, I you go in the middle, I go in the back. Yeah, so. I mean, honest. Yeah, middle is the worst part of the centipede, yeah. unless you're just in the human centipede too, and then <laughs> the full sequence. Let me tell you. Um, yeah. Here's a little bit more of the sweet Mr. Tusk. Believe him. Yes. And though I couldn't know what he was called by his marine brethren, I named him after the only authority figure I'd ever known, and I ever trusted. In my entire life, I was a janitor at a boy's home that I had attended, whose name was Mr. Tuskegee. So I called my companion Mr. Tusk. That's <laughs> As this cute. is happening, Justin Long is starting to pass out well, from the tea. Cute is for Chinese babies, Mr. Brighton. <laughs> but my walrus companion was beautiful. Oh, yeah. I've never known such a fulfilling friendship with anyone human or otherwise and for six glorious months i was at utter peace and i knew the only bliss this wretched life has ever afforded me what would you which uh-oh uh, he's getting woozy he's about to hit the t- oh no he's passed out in this psychopath's house yeah. It'll be all right. It'll be all right, Mr. Tuss. Oh! So, uh, Justin Long is now the, the newest Mr. Tusk in Sweet Howard's life. I like the fact that if you look up uh, the word Tusk on Google, the first thing it gets is the Tuskegee experiment. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for syphilis. Yeah. But I, we, we find out more of his backstory later, but you, you find out that uh, uh, we'll get to how horrible uh, Mr. Howard's childhood was. Did you say it was tor- torrible? Torrible. How torrible it was. Uh, we'll find out how horrible his upbringing was. And now, knowing that he went to this boy's home later and all the things that happened to him, who really was Mr. Tusk? Was he actually a good person or was he like the worst person to it's, him? It seems like they, they steal the, the, the story of uh, Ed Gein and uh, Charles Manson. Um, What, going to a boy's home and getting, yeah, getting yeah, molested and, rev- and stuff and, like that? I don't know if um, Ed Gein was probably molested too, but he's also a male prostitute. Um, who, who's the other guy? Um, I can't remember. He was. I hate when my computer just does that for no reason. I can't stop it. Um, there's there's a 1920s guy, uh, Carl Panzram. He sounds more like a Carl Panzram story. Panzram. I oh, know. I don't know. You know who Carl Panzram is? No, I bet you no. Ashley remembers a Carl Panzram. His backstory sounds kind of <laughs> like his. Sorry, I got a call about my 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 thing tonight. I was like, oh boy. Oh yeah. Business. They say. <sighs> The, the, what was what was the? I did see you holding your head a little bit, going like, oh, Jesus "Well, I have a migraine because I'm hungover from last night." Uh, um, but uh, no, they were people were just like, "Oh, just a reminder, like once you're in, 
you're in. I was like, I know it's totally not haunting me. It's like the Olive Garden. Once you're here, you're family. Oh, (laughs) God. (laughs) The never-ending soup and getting your salad tossed. Yeah, Um, never-ending bread dicks. Did you want to watch uh, Human Centipede before you go? (laughs) No, no, no. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw up. Um... Yes, I do remember Carl Panzeram. What a fun memory. <laughs> yes. God. Jeremy, I'll put you D with uh, Carl Panzeram sometime right. in the future. He's, there's some great documentaries. But his use of the word sodomy is my favorite. Sodomy. <laughs> yeah, he, he calls all the gay sex he has forcefully with men sodomy. All I knew was sodomy. Uh- <laughs> So oh, uh, next, uh, we he he falls asleep from the uh, tea, and uh, he, as he wakes up, he's back uh, and has a flashback to his, his beautiful girlfriend who begs him not to go to this, and really hammers home the douchiness of uh, Justin Long, of like God, what a fucking loser he is. Um, so he wakens uh, to Howard telling him that uh, oh, you got bit by one of those brown recluse spiders, and unfortunately. I had to call the doctor, and the doctor came here, and well, we had to do some measures. He's like, I could really use my phone. Oh, he accidentally stepped on your phone, and it's, it's the worst lying story that this drugged out Justin Long could hear. I mean, pure horror. Basically, how Ashley's probably going to wake up tomorrow. Um, this. <laughs> I'm so kidding. You're going to be fine. Um, I want you to laugh the same way when I'm dead. Don't say that. Don't say that. When you get the word tomorrow that I've been brutally murdered, wearing no clothing. Send me an address in case there's a distress signal. Drink your own drink and don't get a free drink. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Most important thing. Bring your own liquids. Um, Yes. Don't even even look at your drink by by looking at it. Just stay right right by your hand. Don't so, let anybody touch it. You hear uh, okay. he wakes up with uh, no leg though. His leg has been completely severed from his body, and he's. I do like like the back and forth where he's just like, "What's going on?" She's like, "That's a belt to keep you in your chest. You don't fall out." <laughs> He's just completely torturing him. Uh, it's really good. And he also for such just... a funny. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was say for just such a funny movie, it is very upsetting. Oh, yeah. It is... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, funny banter with J- Johnny Depp. Yeah, I do like when he stands up and you realize he's not a paraplegic at all. He just slaps the shit out of him, too. It's like, uh, why don't you shut up? It's just quick. like uh, human centipede's funny, except for the uh, the human um, torture of like like a Nazi doctor. That is true. So uh, later that night, they're having dinner, and uh, Wallace is not eating because uh, he's coming to the grips that he's a captive here, and uh, uh, they have a little back and forth. He just stands up and walks across the room and just... See, for some time now, I've been constructing a very realistic walrus suit. (laughs) (laughs) And I believe with just a few minor modifications, it will fit you perfectly. Jesus. What the fuck? But... Whilst in the walrus suit, you must be a walrus. There'll be no sound of a human voice, 
You must communicate everything you do as a walrus. Do you understand? Please, please, I can't. Why? To solve a riddle older than the Sphinx. To answer the question which has plagued us since we crawled from the surf and stood erect in the sun. Is man indeed a walrus? <laughs> and that's the rest sense. of the story. <laughs> oh man, what a what a fun dinner. You know, what a fun dinner. There well, but we it. already have the answer to that question. The Beatles answer it <laughs> answer. I am the walrus. I had it queued up just for that, guys. <laughs> I knew. Man. I didn't think, honestly, in my head, I always predict what will Jeremy or uh, want. And this was, I was sure Jeremy wanted that audio we, clip. And it was you, we, Ashley. We, we miss you, Mark David Chapman. <laughs> uh, for not shooting Yoko instead. So after the screaming ends, uh, we see that uh, he's... Uh, uh, he ends up with his girlfriend Allie once again and there's a great monologue that reveals like while he's uh, away that she's definitely fucking somebody else it's a really good like scene and we see the hand but we don't see uh, quite who's comforting her but the next scene we see Wallace uh, and Teddy talking about how uh, he be fucking fans constantly you know really just shoving home that he's a real piece of garbage in general uh, Wallace then wakes up and he wheels himself over to his phone and tries to call Allie uh, with this frantic call. I don't know where he is, but I'm somewhere. I'm in his weird fucking house. I'm like, I'm like two hours from Winnipeg. I'm so fucking scared. So he's leaving a voicemail, and uh, we find out that uh, he tries to call his uh, his best friend, his podcast buddy, uh, right after that. Uh, and we find out that both the phones are in his apartment because his girlfriend and his partner are fucking. So uh, he, uh, as he's making his way through the second call, leaving a message for Teddy, uh, Sweet Howard finds him and whacks him. I know he's at the ramp. I'm scared shitless, man. I think he wants me to turn me into like. Your life as you knew it is over, Mr. Brighton. So if you wish to continue living, you will be a walrus <laughs> or you will be nothing at all. I'd rather die. Yeah, I can I can I have nothing at all? Is that is nothing at all okay? Can mm-hmm. I just be nothing at all? Um Yeah, kill me. Yeah. So uh they finally check their messages in the morning and uh they go to try to find the uh uh, their friend in Manitoba, Canada. But all during the night, Howard has been very busy sewing him together uh, into his masterpiece. Um, he then tells him a story about his childhood trauma and how his parents were murdered and sent, uh, where he was basically sent to a rape orphanage. Uh, very Carl Panzerami of his childhood. Um, and here is, uh, uh, after this whole uh, slew of traumas, uh, how he was used, he says this. Nuns and night watchmen. All of them, which is all there to 
satisfy their most base physical and financial desires through the rectum and lips of a child. So with no one to answer to for their horrid crimes, these devils ran amuck with my innocence. But at age 15, I escaped. <laughs> Canada. I went to the United States, got on a boat, and never looked back. Until now. Yes. Man is a savage animal, Mr. Brighton. Better to be a walrus. Better to be a walrus. <laughs> everybody knows you want to be a dolphin yeah (laughs) it's the island of doctor oh no (laughs) i mean you can still have a penis but it's inside your body oh no really (laughs) so uh better to be a walrus his friends rush to his aid but not knowing where he is they uh they try to call the police and they say yeah there's pictures of him it's at naziparty.com and they hang up on him it's very funny um yeah. uh, back at uh, the house though pure horror as we finally see the finished product of mr tusk and uh boy is he not happy <laughs> I imagine also this is how Jeremy wakes up every morning. Here we go. <laughs> this will be me tonight as I'm as I enter into the sex dungeon. Another- hey, are those uh are those uh pigs in a blanket? No, that's my actual cock. <laughs> <laughs> that's I call them cock croissants. <laughs> Uh, so You're, there's still a chance of giving up on that Satan thing. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna give me some ling lingpini. <laughs> we have such sights to show you. So, uh, yeah, he's a full odd. I also love how like this the suit he's sewed into does look like a prop from like a Guar concert. Like it, like it would be you know shuttled out it's not that great of a of a suit that he's sewn into at all although his hands are actually physically sewn to his body so he can't he has to move like a walrus uh it'll probably work their friends do meet a very nice detective that says uh you know uh your friend's probably dead um okay well i did some checking and we don't have a howard howe anywhere in manitoba Shit. as regards your friend i asked border patrol if they got a report of him leaving the country yet. They say, come into Winnipeg, and that's it. Don't you two worry. I'm going to issue a missing persons on him, same as they do in the States. Thank you. But I'll tell you, that leg bit, it sure puts the BM in the PM's coffee, eh? That is something. It's creepy, right? No, no, it's something. I had a fella come in here from Quebec two days ago, asking about any legless bodies that might have turned up. Used to be a cop, said he's hunting some kind of serial killer. I told him Canada doesn't have any serial killers, unless you you count the pothead who took out all the Captain Crunch last night at the A to Z. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he gave me his number and he left it. So they get the card of uh, Guy Lepon. Uh, who's going to be played by Johnny Depp shortly here. Um, in the meantime, though, uh, Mr. Tusk has to learn how to swim. That's it. Show me how the fishies swim. <laughs> ah, swim. 
and as he sinks down to the bottom, he does see the other Mr. Tusks who have all drowned at the bottom of the pool, and he has to fucking swim back up. It's it's not a fun time for Dustin. They might be Long. okay. It's you no, know, probably not now. Yeah. It bothered me a lot. <laughs> that scene bothers me a lot. I've seen it now more than once, and I still don't like it. Where upsetting. all the other Mr. Tusks are down there, like they're not even fully decayed. They're just skull and bones stuck in the suit like that. Yeah, they've He's only got... been decaying for like months. Yeah, my pussy looks like that when I forget to push out all the semen that's in there. Ooh. Um, <laughs> So uh, next we, uh, Teddy and Allie, though, they do meet up with Guy Lepon, uh played by the great Johnny Depp. I'm Guy Lepoint. That is my name, Guy Lepoint. And I spent 20 years as the inspector of the Sûreté du Québec. And but for the last 10 years of my life, I have been hunting an animal who is doing the masquerade as the man. I have been hunting uh, uh, this Howard How, Howard How, this elusive uh, uh, devil made of the flesh, this serial killer who makes the bringing of the blood and terror to the true north. I am very dedicated to man and I have sacrificed my life too many marriages, any chance at happiness, and the very likely, some may say, uh, my uh, uh, sanity, all in the pursuit of this uh, butcher of the man. Butcher. And because of this, uh, the solace of the sleep most of the time eludes me. But last night after you call me, I sleep like the breastfed baby, yeah, and I wake <laughs> up this morning in the morning, and I know that in my bones, my core is close, and he is so close that I can almost smell his shit. Pardon my French. There you go, because he is indeed French-Canadian. Um, Jeremy is doing his favorite thing, which is showing me pictures that with no context. Uh, why are you showing me that? Uh, 98 Rock um, personality, Gabby DePaula. And what does she have to do with this? Nothing. Cool. Um, very good. Thank you for that. Uh, I've met Gabby. She's very nice. Um, so I, I checked her on her web website. Okay, good. I'm, you know, Jeremy. The important thing is, I love that you're always in the moment with us. That's the important thing. Um, uh, the only thing is, I, I, it's it's hard to tell the difference between Johnny Depp, uh, really trying to act, or if he's actually high, like uh, Heath Ledger in in the Batman movie. So. I think this is a great Johnny Depp character. It's funny that he 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 actually isn't credited as Johnny Depp in this movie. He's Guy Lapointe as Guy Lapointe in well, the he has, movie. He has, a, he, has a, yeah. he has a funny nose, so he's a different actor. Yeah, he does have a cool prosthetic on, and uh, he's fully French-Canadian. What did you think of Guy Lapointe's uh, entrance into the movie, Ashley? I think it's... I like him in this movie. I think it's very fun, very weird. And I, I think like it's obvious you know it's him, right? Like I, I think there's that fun aspect to it um it's just i it's so funny that i i remember thinking oh this is going to be such a good com comedy not that it's not i find this to be a truly disturbing piece yeah oh it is it is quite the disturbing movie but it, it's funny that 
it's such a disturbing movie around the silliest thing you could possibly yes. think of. Yeah, I, I I agree. Yeah, I did. It I, makes me upset. I was I was uh, uh, impressed after the first uh, ten minutes. Like, oh, it is Johnny Depp. So mm-hmm. he he actually did act and he did uh, did an okay uh, accent and uh, he's acting really funny and goofy. So. I do like how he does seem like he's searching for the right English words to use constantly. Mm-hmm. He's like, because this... it's a second language. <laughs> <laughs> this movie this movie goes on my list of movies not to have sex during. Oh. Um, because as you all might remember, I once tried to hook up with someone during feast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't and work out too it good. made us both very not soggy and or hard. Um, and this would probably also be on my list. Okay. So maybe I'll play this tonight at the club. Yeah, maybe put that on. What 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 are some of the other worst movies to try to fuck to? Um, I would say Body Melt. Body any, Melt. Any, any yeah. Jodie Foster film. Any Jodie Foster film. Um, <laughs> Uh, what nothing but trouble, uh, uh, <laughs> nothing but trouble. That literally made me nauseous. <laughs> oh, the the only nothing that'll be happened is in the title. Let me tell you. Um, uh, two girls, one cup. Yeah, that's yeah. a rough one. That's um, rough. Um, yeah. I the stuff the stuff would be challenging. I feel like um, uh, kind of reanimator. Mm. Uh, not the worst. Mm, I'm looking around here. I mean. I've I've had I've had sexual relations to you know Jack Frost, that was one. Yeah. Thanks Killing. I think a, poultry guys. Here's a here's a top one. Not necessarily horror either. Have we, to have sex during the garbage pail kids movie. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's they're just unsettling looking. I, It'd be rough. Um, uh, full, I want to up Chuck. Full, full <laughs> disclosure: I had sex during the the re- Breakfast Club in probably 1987. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the movie theater or just on VHS? Uh, in the in the living room. Was anyone else there other than you? Of course. <laughs> did did you did you did you say to the girl you're like next time next time I have to come in here I'm cracking skulls. <laughs> Uh, I definitely still have a Molly Ringwald fetish. And if I ever meet her, I'll probably inappropriately touch her shoulder or something. So. I think Molly Cock Ringwald. Yeah. The worst part is knowing the house that we grew up in. After you had sex in the living room, you probably had Molly Ringworm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had sex a lot in my parents' living room when they moved that couch. All these condom wrappers fell out, and my brothers-in-law were like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Hey." They're all from one man. (laughs) So uh, he does have some more flashbacks after this uh, about a time that was better. But uh, uh, thinking about uh, how people are savage animals. Really not paid enough to... uh to, uh, oh yeah, he he has a flashback of when uh, the inspector thinks he met this guy, and uh, Howard is using like the best retarded. He welcome to my apartment here. <laughs> I don't even know how this part is allowed in the in a movie. It, but it seems great. as if who can overact better in this scene between Johnny Depp and the other guy. So yeah, my, between Michael Parks and him, he's like, I'm not really sure. He's like a full simple Jack <laughs> in the scene. <laughs> it's you really never good. go full retard. Can we we, we get those two big actors to make the stupidest scene possible in in a, in a, in a movie. God so. bless you, Kevin Smith, for bringing this to us. But uh, Gila Point does mention that uh, maybe the, maybe we are savage animals. Really not paid enough to uh, to uh, uh, deal with the savage animals, you know. <laughs> you know what I think, Mister Lapointe? I think that the real savage animals 
other human being. <laughs> By the way, that guy, the voice he's doing, I swear, I meet them. They work at every Goodwill somehow. I, I don't understand it. They're perfectly functioning human beings, but did you want the round up for dollar? Um, it is oh, very similar. Whoa. Okay, Eric, that was whew, that was a hell of an impersonation. Um, <laughs> but I, I calls it like a season. <laughs> Eric is right, though. They both shop and work there. It's uh, it's a what do you call it, Eric? It's a Hydra. It's, it's <laughs> The Hydra. Yeah, the oh, many, we, the many. Yes. We we um we glazed over uh, uh Harley Quinn in the uh the the convenience store. His, yeah, his so daughter. It's not only that. So yes, they they do meet uh the 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 convenience store workers are Harley Quinn Smith, who is uh, Kevin Smith's daughter, as also and the other girl is Lily Rose Depp, the Johnny Depp's daughter, and they both went to high school together and are very dear friends. So they're both in the movie together. I was uh, more excited about. Uh, I haven't seen uh, yoga yoga hosers yet. So yoga hosers. Yeah, the other Michael Michael W. Smith uh, film. Uh, yeah, Kevin Smith. Okay, so. thank you, <laughs> Michael I... W. Smith. <laughs> what the fuck? Are oh, you the Christian about? artist Michael W. Smith. <laughs> I'm a place in this world. <laughs> Michael Kevin Smith. Yes. I thought I just thought you were trying to. Oh gosh! I thought you were just trying to talk about Andrew WK. I I just love that Jeremy unlocked a piece of my childhood. (laughs) Eric, what are you doing? Huh? Rubbing my knees. Okay, because I know our listeners can't see this, but it looks like you're jerking off or something on camera, and I'm like, what are you? I I don't need this much motion. So I'm rocking my chair and rubbing my knees. I don't know, but it made me uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll stop. Also, I'm so sorry I'm sidetracked. I know we got to wrap up. I just Googled the place I'm going to. Okay, here we go. On Google Maps, and I'm like... Can I I try to guess what it looks like in one word? Yes. Compound. Yes. (laughs) I knew it. Does it, does, it, does it look like a place that uh, uh, a a one David Koresh would be jamming should out we, in the main should room? Should we yep. should we mention our last podcast with with Ashley? If we, if we never see her again. No, I Ashley's mean, we do care about Ashley's her. Ashley's gonna be fine. Send me the address and and listen. All you have to do is send one text that says uh, "vulture," and I will take Banana. that as I am I'm coming with the truck and the plow on the front, and I'm gonna pick a soft wall to crash through mm, like the, the Kool Aid Man. The death, you, the death okay? plow. You just let me know. I will fashion a death plow and I'll be there as soon as the car can take me. I, I, I want to bring the SKS. Uh, Jeremy, I, I, gun feel, I, I feel I feel like based on the picture I just looked at that I am going to be in the movie Tusk. And they'll be like, what do we turn her into? She's already fat. <laughs> oh, no. You <laughs> shut up. I just, I'll just be upset. You're not if a she's walrus. T- you're, you're, you're kissed by I'll be rose. really upset if she is actually enjoying it. Okay, so uh, Mr. He feeds Mr. Tusk a. <laughs> we gotta keep moving the show along, okay? We're getting near the end here. So uh, next, we get to see him eat a mackerel. He's like, "Go ahead, eat your lunch, Mr. Tusk," and uh, he eats a raw mackerel. Uh, they then track down uh, the convenience store that we just talked about uh, and meet the two girls who are Johnny Depp and Kevin Smith's uh, daughter. And uh, they, uh, they they find the little pad that he wrote it on, and he does the little tracing thing. You're like, he, and Haley Joel Osment goes, "Hey, they did that in the Big Lebowski." He's like, "I actually learned it from the Big Lebowski," and it was just a very a very funny scene. Um, 
uh, we then found out that uh, the reason that there isn't a uh, the original Mr. Tusk is that uh, Howard had to eat him originally because um, it was a survival of the fittest. And so he killed the original Mr. Tusk and <laughs> ate him. Uh, and in the flashback, it shows that like it seems like he just killed him and got like four bites in and the boat was just right there. Like, huh, what a bad timing. I probably just could have waited like 20 minutes. <laughs> I, I had to make sure that the, the, the younger uh, Howard wasn't actually Jason Mewes. Yes, it was not Jason Mewes, indeed. Yeah. So uh, the guy then, uh, Guy Gee, then uh, just immediately gives Allie and Teddy guns. They're like, we're going to have to go into the compound up here. Here's your guns. And just hands it to them. And uh, so now... Uh, uh, Teddy and Allie are both strapped as they enter there. Uh, but there is one more challenge that uh, uh, Justin Long is going to have to do, and that is to fight as a walrus against Michael Parks in his walrus suit, which is... So, you will fight me, Mr. Walrus, or you will die! They just start going buck up against each other, and then uh, eventually his survival instinct kicks in because he's getting the better of him a little bit. So uh, Howard then busts out of his suit all bloody looking. and uh, You will fight me, mister! You have a terrible choice to make here. You have to kill me. If you want to live. And if you live, you will be as a walrus. But you almost are. So, either you go full walrus, or this. Is that the song Tusk right there in the background? Of course. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, I, there's a video where they're they're in a giant stadium with um, a marching band in the in the video. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Teddy, uh, <laughs> Wallace does find it deep within him to uh, stab uh, Howard in his foot with his own tusk, and then gets on fucking hops on top of him, and then just fucking tusk fucks him in the chest over and over again mm. uh bringing a horrible end to howard but now his full transformation uh is is done as he's just screaming with his bloody face as his girlfriend and partner walk in like going oh my god and just going rah! Rah! i love you, <laughs> I love you um so uh and and uh, as he's saying his dying words he, he you are my Mr. Tusk. Oh, you are my Mr. Tusk. As he's just screaming in madness, his partner and uh, girlfriend horrified. Uh, uh, they they switch to six months into the future, though, and uh, they go to this little. Uh, it looks like a side of the road zoo. And they go to this little enclosure where uh, that's where he's been living. They throw him a fresh mackerel as he comes out. And uh, all he's doing is just uh, screaming and stuff like that. Uh, they say uh, he's it, I, I, he remembers she remembers something that um, she, I think she heard a long time ago. She's like, don't cry. He's like, it's OK to cry. It's what separates us from the animals. And you see a little tear come down his face as she says I love you and it comes down but as he lives his rest of his life as uh, the uh, Mr. Tusk in an enclosure screaming I love you. to the end which brings us to an end 
this movie depresses me so much. <laughs> he's happy. He's living his life as a, as Mr. Tusk the rest of his life. It's beautiful. No, he's not. He is not happy. This is such an upsetting movie. <laughs> the most ridiculous is that they're like, he really just likes being a walrus. We're just going to let him live like that. This upsets me so much. It's pretty, pretty much the same as Requiem for a Dream. Uh, yeah, could, I, I see the... The, the kind of connection. Uh, yeah. Ashley, your final thoughts on Tusk. Jeff, you're lucky I like you because though this is a quote good movie, this is an upsetting movie <laughs> and I would have loved to have not watched it. But we love you, so thank you for doing he, Thanksgiving. He could have had a little plastic surgery. He'd be perfectly fine. Yeah, and just, uh, you know, sometimes you either become the walrus or the walrus comes in you. Jeremy, your final thoughts. I already gave my final thoughts. My final thoughts on this movie. Uh, it's a real fun romp. Uh, and it's silly. It, it's it's as dark a comedy as you could ever watch. Uh, um, so check it out. It's good. Uh, I rented it for about three bucks. But I think I might add it to the lexicon of my movie collection next time I see it around. Um, and eventually humans will get, um, you know, uh, DNA um, fixed to become a real walrus. <laughs> what I, what I, yeah, Jeremy, you bring up a good point. I think <laughs> this movie actually really set off the trans movement uh, for trans walrus <laughs> human beings across the world. And I am actually advocating for walrus bathrooms. Uh, so if you'd like to be part of that, um, sign up. Uh, it's bussy.com, bussy.yeah. And uh, you- Ashley, where can people find you at? What's you got coming up? You can always, unfortunately, find me at ashleypontiuslaps.com. Uh, I think I have a show in Pennsylvania the day after Thanksgiving, so November 24th. Oh, the 24th. Check out AP. Ashley Pontius laughs. Please, please l- download one song for uh, ReverbNation.com uh, slash Jeremy Woodward. Jeremy's Reverb Nation. Make sure you check that out. You got to love it. Um, you can catch all me out uh Next week, if you're listening to it this week, actually, uh, Wednesday night, I'll be at The Vibe, uh, a free show for anyone to attend. The Great Bussy will be in attendance, so come and check that shit out. Jeremy, take us out of here. Walruses don't cry, yeah!